AGM coming in, and we're back. Greedy drops his soap, while Dane's dropping facts. Three's better than two if you understand the meaning. White boy up, so we introduce Keenan. Mercenaries in underwear, they can stay put. We have football on our tongues, just minus the foot. Rugby league group showers while drinking for claims. And we're bringing this bullshit any given Monday. I said any given Monday. Yeah, any given Monday. Any given Monday. Yeah, any given Monday. I said any given Monday, baby. Paco been sick, eh? Back. Boom. Um, sick. From, uh, did you do Mad Monday, Silly Sunday and shit? No, not yet. When's that? The boys are doing it this weekend, the Sanford boys. Because they thought they'd make... Well, they're just playing on Grand Final Weekend every year, I think. Uh, I don't know if it if that's a yearly thing, but that's what they did this year. They, oh, they bro, just... so you got to sit there <laughs> a week out and just look forward <laughs> to Silly Sunday. Don't, what about the boys, though? No, well, I won't be able to go because my 18s... Yeah, the team that I coach with, um, with Kid and Treno and and Brocky, we we did qualify for the grand final the weekend, so I'll be on to bigger and better things, eh? So we get our opportunity, we go up and play Redcliffe at Pine Central at three o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, and that's um the big dance will be. Yeah, because um, Sanford yeah, boys, you guys it. got knocked out last week, and yeah, then yeah. your your threes that knocked us out, <laughs> yeah. they got knocked out this week, didn't they? Yeah, they lost twelve ten to Banyo the threes. So. Yeah. So they're gone as well. So they, Sanford are just now sitting there um, ready and waiting for a, for a silly Sunday. <laughs> Next week, It's weird, eh? I don't, yeah. Yeah. Usually it's when you lose, eh? You just oh, get stuck fuck, in. yeah, because you'd be like, you'd just go nuts Saturday as well, wouldn't you? Like, yeah. you go oh, Saturday. Yeah. And then you'll you'll have to just do it, celebrate with the boys after their GF win. Yeah, well, that's the plan. I'm just going to have to stick with my 18s. Yeah. Because I'm not fucking going, especially if they win the grand final. Oh, Holy yeah. hell. I haven't been a part of many grand final wins ever. Yeah, so. those cunts go nuts on normal round wins. I know, that's just like a little group of alcoholics. <laughs> yeah. so I can usually pretty much into it on every yeah. Sunday, so this one's going to be massive. So, yeah. Um, hopefully, they can get the job done, though. They're a good group of young lads, and just an opportunity to win a grand final doesn't come all the time. So, no. for this group, hopefully, they can fucking they can pull it out. There's only one bloke, one bloke in this team. That we had last year in our 18s as well. So he'll be going to back-to-back grand finals with us. Oh, yeah. Hoping to change fortunes a bit. As most people know, we lost ours last year. <coughs> Excuse me. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a nerve-wracking time. Especially the, even now as a coach. Oh, I'd be fucked as a coach. Yeah, you? and we have we pulled a few injuries out of the game on, on Sunday. So our fullback that started there all year is, is in a fair bit of Mace. doubt. No, 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 this year. So oh, Mason's year. out with you, eh? Yeah playing, yeah, playing opens now. Yeah, he's a bit old. So our um, our fullback, TJ, this year, he's, yeah, he's pulled up with a real crook shoulder. So it's going to be a race against the clock to see if he's good to go. And then we got a, a center who had a really bad concussion on the weekend. So he's going to have to get a clearance. Who has got Redcliffe? Yeah, Redcliffe again. So we've only played him once this season. There was a, that they were our only loss. Yeah. So it should be a bit of a game. But... We've, they're very very beatable, and the boys know that now. Yeah, you always come back the week after and pump for me. Well, it's the boys know it now, and they've seen them. They know what they're about, and we've we've game planned for it, so it should be good to go. Yeah, it's like a yeah training tonight. So Dano just got here after training, and then you got Thursday. Yeah, yeah Thursday yeah. night. So we're going to do a, a dinner tomorrow night. Yeah, with the boys, something we probably kid and I probably wish we did last year. Mm. Got a chance to actually get them all together for dinner as a bit of a thank you for the year, and especially doing it on a week of a grand final, make the week feel a bit more 
drag it out a bit longer, and make but it yeah, feel you a bit more special. Yeah, you've got to have a grand special. final dinner, man. Yeah, yeah. So we um, we booked a, a big table for 30 at the pub, so we get all the boys and, Wait, and the coach and stuff. Nah, at the Stafford Tavern. Oh, okay. So yeah, we booked pretty much the whole outdoor bistro area there, and yeah. the boys will come down tomorrow night, and we'll have a have a nice sit-down dinner, and, and yeah, and then training through th- on Thursday, and then we'll leave them for a couple of days and we'll you, see them Sunday. Will you coach next year, or... I don't know. You just concentrate on your final final year before you retire. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have retirement plans in the next season after I win the grand final. So, yeah. um, I don't know yet. We'll have to have to wait and see. Um, haven't really thought about it too much. I'm sort of just trying to get through this year because it's a young 18 side now. So it is very young. So you got like half the boys again. Yeah. Well, there's a good good portion of them that'll have that that can go around again. The only problem with that is is I don't think any of the spine can. Yeah. So it'll be a complete new spine. But there is a there is a fair few like a, lot, a few outside backs and a few of the forwards are all um they're all aged to go again. So it'll be a question we'll have to answer later about coaching 18s again or whether we want to if we do coach maybe go and coach I don't know a 16s or a 20s or a, or something. So but it's something we'll we'll all think about kid Treno and I and, and Brocky. When, whenever we get a chance, hopefully we just win this grand final and then we can, if I win a grand final, there's a good chance I probably don't ever coach again. Like yeah. two years, two grand finals, one, one, lost one. It's, you can't can't really get too much better than that, you know. Yeah. You obviously could win one and both, but both years of a bunch of kids that haven't really pl- like won too many games. Like this year, the team we got together, five or six from Sanford's team last year who didn't win a game. Well, they won one game and then... A lot of blokes from Fats's Div Three team last year that um, didn't win very many games at all. So we've sort of taken two lots of kids that hadn't fucking done much for a couple of years and put them together and and got them got them fit and firing into a into a position to go on and play and play in a final series and then potentially win it. So yeah, I sort of fucking I think I'll just fucking leave it at that, you know. And I did <laughs> the same thing last year. Well, well, kid and I did obviously. The team that we picked up, they didn't. They missed the finals the year before. They won four games or something, and then we went through lost, losing only two or three, and then made our way into a grand final. So back to back years, turning turning um, sides from not really winning many games to going all the way. Salad just well, about, so. I'll um I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> hang my hat on that. Eh, if I get the, a um, the year that I I thought I was going to call it quits, two thousand and fourteen, was when I helped out with Vorhe and all that in under sixteens. Oh, so yeah. Vorhe, the original Crack Hawkins, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, uh, fucking all of the boys, yeah. man, Gros, yeah, and big, shit. big Lucas, yeah. And, all those and then I was, and then it was them watching them because they won in the grand final, huge upset mm. and totally destroyed. I think. I remember, it was West. They, West. Pl- they played before us, and Robbie Meikle kicked a field goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it was the West combination side, yeah, but yeah. we were doing it all out of West Mitchie pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then and after doing that, I was like, oh, fuck, ret- yeah. fuck, not playing. I'm going to play till I can't anymore. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, I was watching them have so much fun. I was yeah. just like, fuck, it was good. Yeah, um, yeah. Now Vorhi's got a fucking top knot, and he's yeah. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Rain Man. Yeah. So what are they? So we got so Wes are in both finals. <laughs> They're in reserve grade and A grade. The twenties uh, missed out on the final series. So those boys had their silly Sunday last weekend, and they were going pretty hard by all the Colts. The Colts. They're the twenties. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, it's twenties, not Colts. Eh? No, no. Yeah. There's, there's a Colts comp as well. So <laughs> this is just a BRL twenties comp because Colts now is statewide. Yeah. So. Um, 
Yeah, and then a shitload of stuff, man, like especially to do with West because you had Mackenzie Wheel make her debut on for Newcastle. Yep. Newcastle and then weekend. this this week, Hannah makes her debut for yeah. Bronx. Yep. Um, and Ken's played well, man. She did play really well. <laughs> Come off the bench and went hard. God, yeah. she fucking got through some work in the middle. Yeah. It was um, it was good. She said, obviously, after the game, they had a bit of an interview. She was a bit nervous and she just said it was good to get the first hit out of the way. She can sort of relax oh, and yeah. do it a bit now. And as you can imagine, it'd probably be fucking pretty confronting, like... Being a young girl going down and, and coming from the Queensland sort of competition to then playing top flight, make it'd be a fucking fair difference. So um, she she went well. She held her own. So hopefully she can just build a bit of confidence and, and keep going and keep yeah. her, keep her spot in the squad. And um, uh, yeah, I think she should as well because she was again also being in a winning side. What's for the second week? I know that she wasn't there the first yeah, week, yeah. but but yeah, does some does some work coming off. Yeah, yeah, and. Yeah, get that confidence being in a side winning games. So yeah. when you're not in a side winning games and you're just coming on and doing your bits and pieces, it you sort of can't really build much momentum. But if your side's winning, you come on, you feel like you're helping the team, feel like you're impacting. You just your improvement goes, your your progression it will just be a lot faster, and and you'll learn a bit more. And and as a team, you'll you'll play better together. So and that's and same with Hannah. Hannah will come in this weekend, and I, I reckon after she gets just a fucking game, like after she gets this game, she won't get out of that yeah. squad again. Yeah, and that's what you need. She's you just need to start. Just as beasty in as a defender as well. Yeah. Well that's what a lot of people just need. You just need a start, need a mm. crack and like Nico Hines, he bought his time in reserve grade and, and pushing around for a couple of clubs to just to get a chance and once he did he just took it with both hands and fucking went off like a fucking frog in a sock. So <laughs> yeah. Harry Grant didn't debut until he's twenty two or twenty three or something. It was probably three or four years later than most kids debut these days, so he bought his time and, and just sat in there behind a few talented talented players. And then as soon as he got his chance, he killed it. So it's not a bad thing just waiting out a bit, being stuck behind some of these some of these bigger names. And then once you get your chance, you just take it and run with it. And yeah. It's the same in all forms of sport pretty much. You're never going to get just thrust in and have your first crack and, 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 um, and, you know, succeed straight away without doing a bit of hard work first. So... It's it, probably a good thing at the end of the day. Yeah, it's kind of turned. It's turned a bit where we used to think that if these kids don't get their fucking, if they're not the kind Michael Hunts and shit that yeah, are getting yeah. looked at, yeah, at the 16, Jordan Rankins yeah. that are playing NRL at sixteen. Yeah, Rankin, man, that was the story. I remember <laughs> yeah. that threw me in fifteen or sixteen. He was just sixteen. He's like sixteen yeah. and seventy days. He played like one game, or played that day, or played a couple got, there, got and then didn't pissed, get back in yeah. until he's not. Well, he just injuries were killing him. Yeah. He was playing first grade and with a body that wasn't ready for first grade, and like, he had a or he had a, all right. Super League career, didn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. Super yeah. League then finished with Tigers over here or tight. No, he's he's with Parramatta. He's captain coach of Parramatta Reserve Grade. Oh, okay, at the moment. Yeah, but yeah. like his last real NRL stint was at was Tigers. At, yeah, pretty much at the Tigers. He went to Parra but didn't really play much footy yeah. there. So yeah, but now he's a he's a reserve grader there, captain coach of of the Parramatta's New South Wales Cup side. So yeah, what is that? Um, fucking is that Winnie? No. Or is it straight pa- Parramatta? I think, it's, par- I think it's just called oh, okay. Parramatta. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, fucking, oh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, I've gone blank. 
talk about something else until I remember. It wouldn't it. be you wouldn't be talking about the Broncos, would you? Oh no, no, because we're going to ignore nah, them. No, nah, fucking podcast. not yet, not yet, bro. But I was going to say, yeah, because I had a big family weekend up the coast this weekend, and I missed, I missed like Eth offered me to go down with him for a ticket oh, yeah. at McKenz, yeah. and then I missed Sunny Coast had Old Boys Day this weekend, oh, right, and because like that's really my old boys, you yeah. know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they it was like their first one, and they kind of did a good job of it, like mm. they had the. They, they, I didn't know, but they've, they've got the, the board up as well. So all the, all, we're all numbered, you know, yeah. and then, um, the, the boys were down in the dressing chairs and they did like hundred meter sprint at halftime. They really turned it oh, off. Really? I was fucking oh. spewing. Eh? That would have been the a first good one. Yeah. But yeah. it was a Sunday game. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. So I went in, I went and caught up with a couple of the boys Saturday night, got way more, way blinder than I thought yeah. I would be, especially driving. But, um, <laughs> yeah, usually the way. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, nah, but fuck it looked good. And um, Sunny Coast are doing well this year. They are. So. They're back up towards the top of the yeah. table. I, I noticed the other week, they seem to have a bit of a rocky start. And they're in the they're in the top three at the moment, I think, yeah. in, in the Queensland Cup. So, um, And it's without having a whole heap of fucking talent coming back from Melbourne because Melbourne have been strict for numbers as well. Yeah. And a lot of Melbourne's um, higher up talent that gets dropped has been going to East this year. So the fact that they're killing it and doing well is, is just a credit to the system up there. They must be fucking putting in the work because it's it's not an easy competition to win you have to have some real good talent and you have to be a really good squad with a really good backing from nrl side so the fact that they're doing that with with just the the backing they're getting from melbourne and then the the local local players they've got there yeah it's fucking it's a credit same as a team like burley burley top of the table and their boy guy hamilton down there playing seven killing it and they're getting a few players back from um the gold coast but a lot of their players go to tweed so um, it's another credit to that system because Burley have been cl- up up there fighting for a premiership. Most years they've been playing Queensland Cup. Yeah, so. fucking guy, man. We need him back on. I wish he lived closer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a fucking market <laughs> boy. Isn't he? Last yeah. time we saw him, you was was that probably when you were out on the piss with him. Yeah, and we got way too drunk that night too. Holy hell, <laughs> we were drinking fucking vodka Red Bulls and shit. Oh, and yeah. Just it's just like drinking chemical horse piss <laughs> and just get way too chronic. What's your um? What's your silly Sunday? Dress up, suits, suits. Yeah, Vinny suits. Yeah. So you got to whoever gets the cheapest one gets a prize, and then it's just whoever looks the best gets prizes. Yeah. And, you just and what you, you're saying is, do you have to do the Saturday night, or like, so you're doing Saturday night, and then because you can't go fuck. Well, we can't do Saturday because we play Sunday. Oh yeah, you can't. No, no. Yeah. So it's because the boys play Sunday Arvo. It'll just it'd be Sunday Arvo, and then it's the Monday we're on it. So yeah. everyone just get the day off and. Oh okay. It's a Monday. So you'll do Sunday with the boys with your team, and then after they win, and then yep. do Monday with your. No, I'll probably just stay with the 18s the whole time. Oh, so the 18s is suits, sorry. Bro. Yeah, yeah, 18s, 18s. Oh, 18s. oh okay, not yeah, I was talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. No, no, I was talking about the 18s. Oh, yeah, yeah suits. Suit. Oh, okay. suit, yeah. <laughs> so you're going Sunday and then you do, yeah. Monday, and then pretty fine. much into suits for Monday and yeah. spend, a, spend a Monday in a suit, feel like a broker or something. <laughs> We're at the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Should be a pretty good turnout, and the boys are pretty keen. Oh, like one, so of, one of the lads was there tonight saying he already picked his suit up for nine dollars. So yeah. that's going to be hard to beat a nine dollar suit. So you just got to um, make sure they understand it's so much better if you win. <laughs> oh man, last year's is the boys went really hard on the piss. They're trying to drink their sorrows away, but it just it's just not the same. The know, um, it'll never be the same. I think it was like it was around two thousand and twelve or something. I forget which um, major league baseball side it was. Could have been the Padres. Um, but anyway, they did. They started a thing where they call it fun flight. So wherever they fly to, they'd make sure the 
the um the flight on the way home's fun by making sure they win. Oh, so they'd yeah. like have a chant in their dressing sheds like fun flight, fun flight. Yeah, you know, we, we gotta get there. They went on like a streak too, like twenty one game, you know. Um, you know, twenty one <laughs> games they play that in two weeks. So yeah. but um it's, it's your eighteens remind me of it with their how they said they have to get pissed on the Saturday night usually. Like yeah. so they drink oh, and then and then the Sunday dude. afternoon at the club is pretty much a silly Sunday. Yeah, weekly, week. yeah. But <laughs> Fun flight, I like that. Make yeah. sure you're not fucking... Make sure we're not driving back from Bray Park thinking what could have been. Yeah. That was last year. Kid and I were so optimistic going down. We had to go to East. Optimism the whole way down, the way home, just driving home going, fuck, we let one slip. Just just let... And last year's one was bad because the boys just came out slow. In the first half, yeah. And they Started played well slow. the second they half. They did. They, and they were right in the game. Dead set could have won it. And they boys tried their stones out, but they're just a slow start was the only reason we lost the game and then on the way home you just think fuck what could we have done different the slow start just just cost you and that was the game against Redcliffe the first time for us for our boys this season first semi-final still undefeated slow start and we were down um 20 to 4 at half time and then end up losing 22 26 yeah so a slow start would just completely rattled us so. and then you boys are on at 3 p.m. yeah 3 p.m. Les, out at um is it out at Pine Central Holy Spirit. Yeah. 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 No, should be a good afternoon. Hopefully get a lot of Mitchie down, a lot of red. Yeah. Um, any given Monday supporters, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> red and black for any given Monday. Yeah. Not not Mitchie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, I'll be there. Anyone sure. who wants to come down, yeah, it's just at Pine Central Holy Spirit. Three o'clock kickoff. So, yeah, if you can wear something red and black, support the boys. Good group of young lads. They, they deserve it. They deserve a win, so. Dano says if he, if they win afterwards he'll suck that suck a dick like that guy did last week in that silly son. <laughs> did that you see was, that? Yeah, was it Woodhill fucking AFL? <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Hey bro, I, it's, it's funny. I watch it and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I'm like, bro, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that's, it's weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird. weird as, but it's not like he fucking sucked him off. Like he shoved his dick in his mouth. <laughs> you know, see, I'm I'm of the belief that's fucked up, but also, I've yeah. I've seen I've well, I told you the story we had at Lucas's place with Groz, and he had something similar going on. No, no, it's a story. Well, I'll tell you off air, <laughs> and then we'll consider. It's not the it bleeding the story. No, 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 no. That, that story has been told. Yeah, on that it. is classic, man. <laughs> Ripping your penis, yeah. sock thing, whatever it is. Your banjo. <laughs> <laughs> The old banjo string. Oh, oh fuck. fuck. I've never ripped it, eh? Nah, no. me either. Ugh. I'm not a sicko. I've had like, I've cut my penis and it does bleed like a motherfucker. Oh, I could imagine it would. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking find out. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, man. Hopefully. Sometimes when, and even when you like, when I'm cliffing down there and I get close, I don't use Manscaped like fucking Keenan does. Oh, fuck but um, you get close, like you actually yeah, yeah. cut it. And you get that, oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Fuck. See, I just don't manscape. Eh? I'm too scared. <laughs> just get a snip in the bag. <laughs> What's uh, Jolly doing then this weekend? Um, he'll be there. At your, your one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. he won't. Do, so who's Mama. doing Sanford's? Everyone else at Sanford. Yeah. There is a there is a fair mob going. Like Bennett and a, shit? Or? Well, Bennett never played. Oh. He didn't play. And they come and train a few times. But oh, okay. Um, they've got a... um. They've got a poll going on the group, and because it's both teams, they usually do it pretty big out there. I think there's like 40-odd going, so yeah. it should be pretty big, but... I don't think I'll be able to attend. I might shoot out there Sunday morning yeah, just to buy some time because playing at three o'clock, it's a long day to sit around nervous waiting around. So 
Um, I might just shoot out there and drive out and have a beer and, and say good day. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're sh- fucking, they'll try to shove some fucking pharmaceuticals down your throat. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I'll just go in and I'll zip time my fucking mouth shut. I don't give a <laughs> shit. And that's not happening. <laughs> big day, big day. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, bro. Anyway, we'll um, talk more about Silly Sundays <laughs> after next weekend. Yeah, fuck, after the win. Um, yeah, I was watching on the on the way to work this morning. Or was it yesterday morning? But it's always Monday mornings suck because the podcasts aren't out yet, like mm, especially yeah, the American yeah. ones and stuff. But I was, I think I was listening to Tellus do his yeah, blow up about yeah, the Bronx. About the Bronx. Yeah. And talking about Kevin Walters' spray and, and, yeah. um, and the Wait. Broncos just turning over like fucking girls. I feel like some shit, some shit that um, Tellus says, um, I think he's a dickhead. Like, I think he's a bit yeah, of a yeah. cock sometimes. But what he said for this, I thought it was spot on. Oh, 100%. Like, and I was going to call you. So he's talking about three players. He's he's like, there's three players that I know of. Or he said, like, there's a group of boys that I know of that are fucking talking to the media. And if they don't come out, I'm going to ruin their fucking careers by blowing up to every... Did you see this one? No, I didn't see that. Oh, that was that, that was on... Um, was it on the Triple M thing? Yes. Yeah, yeah right. I didn't see that yeah. one. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I'll make sure they don't get another fucking contract anywhere else because I'll talk that much shit about them. <laughs> well, fair enough too because of what the Broncos have gone through to get to where we are to then... we um, A month and a half ago, we were sitting in the top four and now we're... I'm telling you now, we're not playing finals. So. Oh, no. No way. So that's just, we've gone from sitting in the four to um, definitely not playing finals. And then there's blokes blowing up about getting a bit of a spray. If you don't want to get a spray from your coach, you shouldn't be playing rugby league. Because win, lose, if if you win, like there's times that you can be the best team in the comp, win a lot of games, and you're still liable to get a spray once or twice throughout the year. Yeah. If you can't handle a spray when you're getting beaten by 110 points in two weeks... When are you supposed to get a spray? Oh, man. And what is it? It's not like we're fucking... They're not like they're in kindergarten and someone else's mum yelled at them and they went and cried. You're a fucking... You're a grown man who's played rugby league your whole life and you're getting a spray for fucking going out and playing like a cat because that's what they did. 99% of them were out there just fucking making up numbers and just fucking filling space. They were, it was it was embarrassing. It was just as embarrassing as the 2020 season. And you can see the ones that are either not getting picked up by other clubs already or they're coming yeah. off contract or they're trying to get off contract. Yeah. Because the guy that's trying to get off contract has never played worse. Yeah. There's a, there is a... When other clubs are looking at the Broncos and they're seeing blokes who have been told they're not really needed next year, like, like your Reese Kennedys, your Jake Turpins, all these sort of guys, and no one's jumping on them. Yeah. Maybe the Broncos should have a look at that and go, well, maybe we're signing the wrong type of people. Like, because usually if someone half decent comes off contract, these good clubs are going to snap them up. Yeah. Like, you Zach, Zach Hosking, he was came into the Bronx, killed it. One whisper of him being off contract, Panthers picked him up. Mm. What are the Broncos doing? And the thing, it's also with Walters, he, they were fucking wooden spooners, man. They're yeah. wooden spooners. He oh, brought them to the top four. Top four. And and we, had, we had aspirations to play finals, even though we were, we were a side that last year finished 14th. They, everyone said, oh, they'll improve a bit. Maybe they'll finish 9th or 10th. Yeah. And then we said, no, big fuck you. And guess what? We're going to finish 9th or 10th. <laughs> yeah. Man, we just, we've gone through so much to get to where we were. And for our... It seemed like the standards at the club had changed. Everything had changed. We were a new club. Everything was was on the upward trajectory. Yeah, some of those wins, it was off defensive efforts that they were just yeah. putting in for each other. Yeah, and people were showing up. People were working. The tackling, 
our defence from the start of the year to now is chalk and cheese. We've gone from a club that looked like we were setting standards and becoming uh, one of those powerhouses like the Broncos always have been to a club that in two weeks missed more than 100 tackles, let in 100 points, and we scored, what, 12 of our own? And a couple of the one we scored was off a kick. One was a free. One was a freebie. Xavier Coates gave it to Catewell, and the other one we actually scored a try. Hallelujah! Yeah. But we had no attack. Our defence was pedestrian at best. Like it was just not not up to standard. Oh no way! It's it, it was it was again two weeks in a row where as soon as they cracked that twenty meter mark inside our twenty, you're like, oh, they're going over every single yeah, yeah. time. And if yeah. they're not, it's just luck that we've held them out. Yeah, or you they've, felt, they've fucked up. You felt as if the Bronx had no resistance at all to the attack coming at them. And once like you have these standards set, and we're pushing to to improve and to be better and to get back into where we should be, which is up the top because where we were and should be a powerhouse. But then you come out and you have a bad game and you get beaten beaten by Melbourne, 50, uh, 60 points to 12, and you go, holy fuck, everyone can have an off night. can be bad. And that one was horrendous and it, it was unacceptable. But then you come out the next week yeah. against the team you pumped four weeks ago. We gave it to Parramatta four weeks ago in Sydney. And the good, and I know Parramatta had, had, have had some good wins this year against the upper teams, but mo- when... When top four teams are on, yeah, they should be putting para out this year. You yeah, know, yeah, like that's yeah. it's not like they're a red hot fucking side. They've yeah. been so hot and cold, yeah, and they're not a fifty point. You know, it's any, you know, any top Queensland Cup team puts in more effort than yeah, that. Look. yeah. Well, that's the thing. You can't come off a sixty point beating if you plan on playing finals. If you're getting beaten by that much, to then come out the next week and dish up almost a worse defensive effort, like. The Melbourne Storm one was unacceptable, and the Parramatta one was just as bad. Like they were, they were just as bad as each other. And the, and also the thing you talk about, it's it's what the game meant. It was it was staying the top eight. Yeah, there, it wasn't. There, these aren't dead rubber games that mean nothing. This is Broncos fighting for their year. All, and and it was at Suncorp. Like that's all. Like, those those four that fucking those points in four and against could could still be the difference if we didn't if we were competitive against Melbourne competitive if we lost both games but we're competitive there's a good chance we're still above Canberra on the ladder mm. because our four and against two weeks ago was plus seventy something and now we're minus fucking thirty five or something. <laughs> yeah, so it, we, so it, it, you, you hadn't seen this one, Dana. No, you want no, me to no. show you this yeah, one? Yeah. He didn't hold back, did he, old Gordy? Um, man, at the end of the day, Gordon Tallis is a Broncos legend. And if that's how he feels, he feels that strongly, and so does Kevy and all the other old boys there at the club, the ones that went through all the shit to get the Broncos to where they are, the blokes who are the reason that the, the Broncos are such a powerhouse. Like, without them doing what they did, the Broncos wouldn't be a powerhouse. If, they, if we didn't have those six premierships under our belt... No one would give a fuck about the Broncos. We'd just be another club. We'd be a, a West Tigers or or a, or a Warriors who have have good years but can't win comps. We've won six premierships on the back of blokes like Gordon, and then he goes, he's sit, got to sit there and hear rumours and and hear about people trying to backstab a coach who's also bled in the jersey, also won premierships, and then go out there and they play like bastards and then come off, <laughs> come off. And talk shit about the coach. Fair enough. If if Gordy outs them and they fucking struggle to ever play f- um, first grade footy again, good. Because it, yeah, it's it's 
he's right. It's fucking shit house. And obviously, players are entitled to say what they want, but all Woody wants is them to say it to his face instead of pushing in behind his back and trying to um and trying to out the coach when it's it's not the coach's fault. Kevy's not out there missing tackles. Mm. That that the defensive yeah. effort was just garbage. And, and it's also their their coaching staff is full of <laughs> legends, man. Like they've yeah. got the best coaching staff. And if there was a problem in there, they would be fucking you know. Oh, yeah. Recruits. But and they're not fucking oblivious to it. That if there was a problem, the blokes yeah. in there would fucking pull it up straight like you, away. You got and pretty much like three, three or four head coaches in there, coaching staff. Yeah. You know. And blokes who have all been there, done that. Yeah. You got your Matt Ballins, your Walters brothers, both of them. Like there's. there's yeah. Cartwright box, like they've all yeah. been in other systems at, at the top. Yeah, they, it's got nothing to do with the coaching. The coaching is top quality, um, even if it's not Kevy's Kevy's whole coaching, but his coaching staff between them, they all have all got it sorted. And if these players want to keep out him, then yeah, fair enough, fucking out them, and and that's it. That'll be the end of it. Yeah. In saying that, the Broncos just <laughs> fuck me. They do your head in. Like as a Broncos fan for the last four years. It's just been a roller coaster of emotions. And the worst thing is now, back into 2020, 2021 and that, you're just like, well, we suck and we're not winning any games. But this year they come out and they play some great footy, expansive style footy with a gritty defense and win games, like win big games. We're beating Para, we're taking it to, we lost to Penrith by four early in the year. Like we're giving it to these good sides. And then you come out and we get beaten by the Tigers and then we go on a four-game losing streak, and then we find ourselves going from fourth to ninth in, three, a, in, the, like, in that space, span of a month. Three weeks ago, I swear, all of us were still saying, "Oh yeah, but we, we we're going to slide into the finals. We're fine." Yeah. We just, <laughs> and this and this isn't the year to be thinking that because the finals is tough to make. Last, oh, yeah. last year, last year the Titans made the finals with a record of ten wins, fourteen losses. This year, the Broncos are going to are going to miss the finals with a record of thirteen and. 13 and 12. Yeah. Or potentially 14 and 11. But really, you watch... So you watch Friday night's game and you reckon... Broncos don't want any of that fucking noise anyway. If we did make the finals, yeah. I'd probably be more upset because we're going to go in around one of the finals and get fucking embarrassed like we did a couple of years ago against Parramatta. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you watched when you watch Storm Roosters, you're like, oh, that's fucking too too hungry top four sides. Yeah. And if we if we did get into the finals, the only there's only three teams that could finish fifth. It'd be Melbourne, um, the Roosters or South. And all three of them run a fucking sushi train on the Broncos asshole. Yeah. The Broncos wouldn't even be able to handle them. They'd be getting DP'd left, right, and center, it, and then caked. It's like you can almost like see their their attitude of oh, we can't beat this side, or we no. shouldn't beat this side. Yeah, it's just fallen off a cliff. And it coincided with Pat Carrigan getting suspended and losing to the Wooden Spooners. You can't lose games to the Wooden Spooners, then lose your most influential forward, and then you come out and just have a completely different attitude to what we saw for the first 20 rounds. Because mm. in round 19, we lost to the Tigers. Everything changed. We changed. We started playing just a completely different style. The defense was awful. And it's shown because we haven't won a game since. So, oh, we beat Newcastle just, and Newcastle are 15th on the ladder. Yeah, 14th terrible. on the ladder, and they suck. And who we got? We got um, Dragons, yeah? Yeah, we got Dragons in Wollongong this weekend, and fuck, I wouldn't be confident we win that either. I, I think the Dragons do us. Yeah. Especially with the amount of ex-Broncos they've got. They'd love to come spoil the party. And who have Canberra got? Canberra have got the Tigers. <laughs> 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 yeah. Fuck. 
So we've got no chance. Yeah. Canberra play the Tigers at Leichhardt this weekend, so it's the Broncos season's done. They and then our girl Broncs suck as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, the only problem with the girl Broncs is everyone says, oh, they come back to the pack. And I was like, well, the pack took their players. Yeah. All our guns are gone. Mm. You've got um, Brigginshaw and Julia left. Julia's been killing it. Brigginshaw there. Big Lana Doozy. She hasn't done a thing this season. Like, if you could have kept one of your fronties, you were keeping Millie Boyle because... At the moment, Lana Doozy, there's these young girls coming through that are looking a heap better than her. She won't be get, playing Origin again this year from what I've seen. I've watched two, watched both Bronx girls' games so far this year, and she has been probably the worst forward on the field both times. So she needs to wake up because she's a Queensland Origin, um, <laughs> Origin player, and we, we're keeping these Origin players and turning away some of these young girls that are hungry, ready to go, and, and, and they're playing better. So. Mm. What um besides on the field, what else happened off the field? It seemed like it was a big week off the field. Fucking all I can think about is Walters now. Um, what do you got? Oh, just there's going to be a fucking this round twenty five of the NRL is a bit of a circus. Some of these teams that have sewn up spots are just going to be resting. So Penrith have brought their team list out and they're resting twelve, I think twelve players. Oh, yeah. So. Um, the Cowboys get to play Penrith Reserve Grade in in North Queensland, so that'll be good for the Cowboys to hopefully get a big win and secure a home final if if Cronulla lose. So, um, it's kind of a weird one because this competition's so tight that not many teams get this opportunity. But Penrith have already won the minor premiership, so yeah, everyone's resting. There's blokes that are playing for them that I've never even heard of from New South Wales Cup, so. And on the on the flip side of the coin, the Cowboys have named their whole squad. Man, it's hard. You know, uh, O'Sullivan, when the two are back, do you, do you have him like 14 or... Because he's been playing so fucking good. It's hard. The style they play, I think they're going to have to keep Mitch Kenny on the bench because then you've got cover for Coruscant and then you've sort of got cover in the halves. Coruscant could play there if he had to. Whereas if you've got O'Sullivan there, he's not a, he's not a hooker. He's got no... He wouldn't be able to defend in the middle... So I think they'd just go back to their normal squad and it's just unfortunate for Sean O'Sullivan. In saying that, he gets his opportunity next season to to really take the bull by the horns as a um as a as a real first grade starter. He's never really had that opportunity. So even when he was coming in playing a few games for the Bronx, when he was at the Roosters and same down here in Penrith, he'd never really got too much of an opportunity as the guy. Whereas I think at um, at the Dolphins You've seen it in the last four weeks He's been fucking outstanding Obviously in a good system But he has been outstanding And if he can just be steady for the Dolphins He'll go a long way into, into upping his value Cause he's Who still, have they got for another for other half? Well they've got Milford Milford, that's right so, Yeah, Milford is solid um, As long as he can be solid for him And just hopefully unlock Milford a bit If Milford can find a bit of form And who, who better to help him than Wayne So I think they'll be a, a half decent halves pairing And Obviously, there's plenty of work to do, but so it's a good start. Yeah, and then what else? Yeah, you've got fucking seagulls and bulldogs going to battle it out. <laughs> Fuck me! Isn't that a shocking game? Holy hell! There was a few fucking really bad fixtures over the last. I guarantee we see. Imagine if you just see Storm absolutely pump eels. Yeah, well, and, you know, and then you're like, oh fuck, that's even. <laughs> Even worse, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. It's really, 
I don't know, this time of year is really hard, especially, well, this year not so much because there's been still a lot of competition for spots. You so know, everyone from two to seven on the ladder pretty much play each other this weekend. Yeah. So that's a lot of moving up and down that can happen. So um, I reckon watching uh, last week with Storm and Roosters, I think Storm really have done their video better than anyone on... I mean, Roosters have done their video on Storm better than anyone this year because... I was I was getting frustrated with both teams. Like I was so frustrated with Storm the week before the way that they were um, controlling the ruck and holding. Yeah. Even when they were losing to tackles against the Bronx, they were, for some reason were able to hold on, keep yeah. their arms in the fucking ball. It was shitting yeah. me so bad. But um, and the Roosters were doing the same thing against them. Well, I watched the the Melbourne Roosters game, and I was sitting there looking at the TV, just like just shaking my head. It was so hard to watch. The refereeing was atrocious. And we just had whistle in the mouth the whole time. I think the referees have seen what exactly what you were talking about, what Melbourne were doing with the Bronx, and then just said, nah, it's not happening this week, and just penalty. So something that wasn't anywhere near a penalty last week, now is a penalty, and they did it both sides. So there was, I think in total there was like 27 penalties or something. That's including the six agains and stuff. Yeah. So what did you think about what Hargraves did? It's just a bit of a brain brain lapse. Like, he yeah. got him. He shot him. It yeah. was a great, clean shot. And then he gets on the ground and fucking gives him a bit of head work and tries, and then grips his tries chin. to choke a bloke he's out. Just a fuck, I, like, I think he's just a dumb cunt. I think he might just be dumb. Because there was no reason to. You had a bit of a scuffle. It was all good. You dropped the big fella. It was done. You fucking won. Yeah. And then you do that, and now you've lost. <laughs> and now you're sitting there again on the sideline watching your team play with 12 when... You'd already fucking got the wood over him. Yeah. It was just, it's, yeah. Like, I know the Roosters love him because he's got a screw loose and he's the leader of the pack and he's fucking reckless, but at the end yeah, of the supposedly day... Supposedly he's a good teammate, but... At, at the end of the day, some sometimes you just got to say, listen, Jared, you fucking, you've done this enough. We just need you to now to just to fucking be on the field. Like, we don't need to be, especially this time of year, we don't need to be fucking playing with 12. Yeah, it's um. I, I was watching. I when I watched the even the replay of it. I was yeah, like you said, it's he. It's not just it's it's the good shot, and then it's the the like the body slam to a head rub to yeah. a to a grip. And there was no need for any of it. Yeah, especially after as we said, he fucking bitched him. <laughs> um, fucking. I oh, just go some Callum's question now. Anyone else almost done with the NRL? Cohen Hess had. A head clash and gets binned. You can't tackle from behind anymore. It's a hip drop. Sounds like the other game from Melbourne. Yeah. Well, he's got a fair point. Yeah. Watching the Cohen Hess one, something very similar happened not long ago with um our man Dale Finucan has a head clash with um with Crichton from the Panthers. In gets himself suspended for a couple of weeks. And Cohen Hess's was very very similar. Coming out of line with a bit of aggression, a bit of line speed, puts a good hit on and um. And ends up as a, I don't know, as a poster child for this new so-called fucking dangerous contact. Uh, yeah. What they call it, um, reckless contact. They say the it's got just a like, duty of care to look. Up. It's like, 
my duty of care is to fucking knock him on his ass and yeah. win the ball back from my side. Oh, fucking oath, man. Like, Especially, yeah, accidental accidental head clashes and stuff like that. There was, going back to the girls game, man, there was, because I, I, it sounds like you have too. I've watched more girl football so far this year than any yeah, already. I've watched, I've watched and also, because Channel Nine's doing a good job of putting it on, and yeah, yeah. and then we get the game at the end of the week as well, the Sunday yeah, yeah, Arvo. Yeah. Um, but, the Sunday Arvo game is good. Because yeah, like, you just like you just finished watching the NRL and you're like, fuck. And what, also, what another one. Also, these these chicks are getting hotter in the game. I think, I think they're slowly getting hotter as well. There is it, a few hotness yeah. going around, but for, that's misogynistic. No, sorry. Well, I just you know that a lot of people. <laughs> I wouldn't say, but a lot of people said it used to be full of just huge lesbians. But um, yeah, it, but now it's full of half huge lesbians <laughs> and half some hot ones. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, kids, throwing their bodies at each other though, taking heads off. But yeah, one of the things in the, in the Broncos game, and one of the player. Uh, one of the players fell fell into a tackle and the um I think it was the Bronx defender, maybe it was um Julia's center. But um uh oh, fell yeah. into the hand that was down near yeah, their yeah. hip and they said head contact. It's it's so you can't be penalizing and you definitely can't be sin bidding people for accidental like when did this ever become a thing? I, yeah, like I, yeah, even if they even if they're penalising people for swinging arms to the head that are low, you can sort of see where that's coming from. But accidental, their head hits you on the chest. Yeah, that's not a fucking. And who the fuck in the pace of the game is thinking about if they're doing a hip drop or not? Like your hip drop can slide from it can slide from there, slid down from the chest, and then they've yeah. just ended up there, and they're yeah. on the back of the legs. Then the leg gets caught. It's just it just sucks that um, it's lucky actually that uh, uh, what's his name that it actually happened to on the weekend. Um, his leg didn't. Tom Eisenhower. Yeah, his yeah. leg didn't get as caught as yeah, well, Wayne he, Carrigan. Yeah, it's just I just the hip drop one is a hard one because if cunts are going to have broken ankles and syndesmosis injuries from it. You can sort of see how they go hard and and sort of get it. Um, they they need to get it out of the game. Same same with the crusher. You don't see much of the crusher anymore because players you can see them when they get in that position now of letting go and regripping. But when you're doing a hip drop, it's not they're not thinking, oh fuck it, I'm just gonna fucking crush this cunt's legs. They're thinking I'm trying to tackle a hundred and ten kilo monster up like a specimen of physical perfection at the moment yeah and he's doing everything he can to go that way how the fuck do i stop him so you just try and pull your weight down and them going forward usually is the reason they swing around the legs it's got <laughs> nothing to do with trying to crush a bloke's ankles it's trying to get him to the ground and yeah. it's just an unfortunate thing that it happens we didn't get to talk about it last week because we didn't do a show last week did we <laughs> no we didn't keenan was keen to do one better. <laughs> he wouldn't have been. <laughs> nah, but um, when Munster got the no, was it Munster or yeah, Grant? Yeah. They got yeah. the flick to the face. Yeah. Oh no, like Gracie and the trainer puts the fucking cloth over his nose, like yeah. he got it because yeah. he sees Big he got shot, nothing. Yeah. He knew that it was yeah, he's fucking bullshit. bit of gamesmanship. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I just yeah, Callum. What Callum said about the K and S ones completely right. It's yeah. um, it's gross. <coughs> it's. It's going to get to a point where anything... Well, if you look at any tackle in the NRL, there's accidental head contact in everyone. Yeah. You've got big, large, strong men running flat out at each other and trying to bash each other. And then they take themselves to the ground. It's not like 
you just hit him, knock him over, and that's it. You're going to the ground with him. If some bloke is taking his head from the highest point, getting tackled, and getting on the ground with three blokes on, on top of him, at some point someone's touching his head. Yeah. So if we're going to start going with these accidental contacts, it's just going to get out of hand, and pretty soon, I don't even know what it's going to be. Like, <laughs> the path we're going down at the moment is going to be, we're going to just be stopping the game every single fucking set for something. Have something you, to do with the head. <laughs> have you seen that South Park episode where the um, the junior, uh, the flag, not flag footy, like they're fucking um, under like 12 footy or whatever the, the South Park boys are, they're like 10. I think they're yeah. like year four or something. But um, it turns, it, it turns, <laughs> they, they, the rules keep changing. So it ends up instead of playing um, junior foot, like NF, gridiron, yeah. they, they're running around with like feathers tickling each other. Oh, like, yeah. yeah it's, that's, that's how it feels, especially from what we, what we came from to, to where we are now to where we're going. It feels like we used to be this hard, aggressive, fucking no, no fucks given sport. That people just looked at and went, wow, that's fucking incredible. I want to be a part of that. Or I want to fucking, this is my favorite sport. I want to watch that. To now we're in a state of blokes who have watched the game for 100 years, blokes who have no no idea what the game is, will sit there and go, what the fuck was that for? Penalty? Yeah. Are you kidding me? And then there's there's still, the six again comes in and you go, what was that for? And you got no explanation. There's no nothing going on. And you can't watch the game without sitting there thinking, why? Like, every single game, there's at least four or five times that you sit there and go, what the fuck yeah, is that all always about? Always when there's an injury stoppage, usually comes down from the bunker that there's something fucking wrong oh, in the tackle. Man. And if they just got up and played it, or if they just said continue on, they wouldn't care that nothing came down from yeah, the bunker. Yeah, and it's just, and it's very reactive. If someone stays down for any amount of time, the bunker just scour over it and will find minute head contact or minimal force on the back of the leg or a fucking minimal neck pressure and there's just a penalty every time. Yeah. And then it leaves the whole the whole crowd sitting there going, What what is going on? Why? Yeah. And the, the problem is it doesn't seem to be getting any better. It seems to be getting worse. So the path we're going down is it's highly dangerous to to the um to the whole sport and in this and the supporters, because blokes like me and you, and ninety nine, I'm, I'm pretty confident to say, ninety percent of supporters, we want to see rough tumble fucking into it football. Obviously, we don't want to see cunts coming out taking each other's heads off, or and we all know the shoulder charge is never coming back, like shit like that. We don't care about that. We just want to see a fair game where if someone gets a little bit of accidental brush to the fucking cheek. We're not going to sit there and watch 10 replays of it on Fox and take two minutes to come up with a penalty. And then everyone would sit in their living room and go, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? And just the, the sin bins too. Like, <sighs> they, I don't, they yeah. don't realize that 10 minutes with 12 blokes, you're versing a team that their job is to pick apart a 13-man defense. Yeah. And then you give them 12 to run out for 10 minutes. That's right. With, and with the pace of the game and the fitness these boys need to have with 13 on the fucking side. Ridiculous. Yeah, any like, you know, and then those accidental head knocks and shit are getting ten because it's contact to the head or it's yeah. reckless or they're just tackling too hard. Yeah, or much. they didn't have a duty of care for the ball runner. It's mm. like, duty of care? Everyone gives away their duty of care when they go on a rugby league field. It's not a place for, it's not a place to go out and say, oh, you're supposed to look after me. I'm. You're going out there, you're going to war. You're going to win a game of football at any means necessary. It's not like we're going out and we're trying to fucking make friends. 
Oh, we're going out so the Broncos will win. Or Parramatta will win or whoever. And if it means fucking an accidental fucking penalty here or there, then that's what it is. But there's no intention from any of these blokes to come and take blokes' heads off or break legs or anything like that. It's just, it's ridiculous. And the fact that we're getting penalised for accidental contact at, at at all is ridiculous. Yeah. Like the Dale Finucane one, my, he's had more head clashes than anyone in the world. Why the fuck would he headbutt a bloke? Yeah. And he, he was so clear that there was no malice. There was, he just shot out a line and put a good shot on, won the ball back for his team. Everyone cel- The whole crowd, everyone was celebrating. Mm. It was awesome. And then, because Crichton stayed down with a sore head, the bunker goes upstairs and says, no head contact. It was the other dude's head. It yeah. wasn't like he'd come and forearmed him in the chin or anything. Mm. It's, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to stop because I fucking... <laughs> I could literally sit here and go... Oh, right. On a lighter note, Mechanic wants to know... Fuck, he talks about karaoke. Um, <laughs> who are we in the battle of the karaoke comp Prezzo night? So the boys have announced the date that they're doing Prezzo and stuff. <laughs> it obviously must be the orderly. Um, if you've got a karaoke competition, I'm going to the bank. I'm going to take out every cent I got. And what, put it on the sell my car. I'm going to put it on Callum Stewart. Oh, yeah. I've never seen Mechanic do it. I, I haven't seen anyone else do it except Cal, but I yeah. know how good Cal is. And I can What do you can sing? Oh, can he sing? <laughs> can he? He fucking rips <laughs> really? it. Really? We go to, every time we go to the orderly and do karaoke, this man is... And he's got a voice. He just blasts yeah. it out. It like, and there's we went to the we went to the orderly on um, Saturday night. So a group of us, we went, we started at Arana, Chisel was in town, so we oh, nice. went there with him, went to the Stafford Tavern, then went to the orderly. On the way to the orderly, Callum is in the in the cab on his phone. <coughs> Excuse me. And he's on his phone. And as we're two streets away, he's booking in songs for karaoke inside. <laughs> so that as soon as he walks in, there's no wait and he's on. <laughs> and as soon as he gets in there, we took him up. And he was pretty blind by this point. We'd been drinking for a few hours. And then one of the old blokes came up to us after he sung and said, boys... I thought when you put that yeah, that young man up there, I thought it was going to be a disaster. <laughs> and then he sung. Oh, yeah. he knocked the roof off really? the place, and all the old boys loved Cal- it. And then yeah. Callum fucked that guy. Yeah. That <laughs> he sings "Jet," "Cold Hard Bitch." Oh uh, yeah, unreal. Things like yeah. "Ship Ship and Steel" by Cold yeah. Chisel. Off it. Yeah, he's he's a he's a good on the pipes, old pop. So I'd I'd be putting my house on on Callum Stewart to win the. Win a karaoke comp. Yeah, well, let's get him back on the podcast next week. He can sing with our dicks down his mouth. Yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> We're going to we need we a could, few more guys. We could do an AFL <laughs> um, Mad Monday style. Um, yeah, you want to take this bitch out? There's uh, one more comment. Oh. Right, so, Mechanic got us with the first question. The okay. second question is from... Um, DJ, who, DJ. Who, some pl- who some players Broncos still need to get rid of? Jake Turpin's got to go. I know he's been told he, he's not needed next year, and I'm I'm very happy about that. Yeah, I think Jordan Ricky's a fair way off being a consistent starter in first I, grade. I, yeah, I don't need to see Tessie New anymore. Yeah. Um, I yeah, Ricky man. There's sometimes where I'm like, Ricky's putting in more than other players. Yeah, though, yeah, you know? I know, but he's he's missed. But then we got this in his error count is just yeah. too high, then and got, it's been consistently like that through the year. So there's some games he comes out. And he just the balls are hitting him on the chest, and he's just not catching yeah. them. I don't know if it's a if it's a fatigue thing, a concentration thing, or whatever it is. But this is first grade. You can't be making those errors consistently. Like 
if you have one bad game where you drop three balls, it's fair enough. But as a back rower, running those lines there, you've got to be catching them all the time. You can't be missing your assignment on that edge. It's That, that four-in defender is so important. And Ricky's consistency is something to really, really question for the Bronx. If they, like, I would highly consider going and spending some money on a back rower to bring to the club to fill that spot. Too many times he would, you'd think in video that they're saying, who you got to there? Have you got the ball? you got the player? Because you got yeah. no one. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, he seems to get lost on an island a bit. Mm. And then you come down the other end and he'll get hit with a short ball, but he won't be ready for it and just drop it. Even if it's, even if yeah. it is the wrong ball, I even can't, if he's going to be know, a whack. But. We get, like, one, you forget about Herbie. Can't wait to get that cunt back. Herbie would be very yeah. good to come back. So. Um, because this year we kind of didn't have a good playing. Stags wasn't playing good when Herbie was playing good. Like, yeah, so we sort of see. The hard thing is, you can sort of still see a bit of a bit of upside for the future, as like the start of the year, midway through the year, we were looking at Corey Oates playing career best, Cobo playing obviously career best as a young player, two yeah. Origin wingers. We had Stags played Origin this year. Herbie Farnworth was one of our best players. He played for England. We had. Um, Payne Haas played for New South Wales. We had the Wally Lewis medalist, Pat Carrigan. We had a, a halfback who's won premierships and played Origin. Capewell plays Origin. Um, Flegler played Origin last year. Um, all these blokes are coming in. Corey Jensen was a great addition to the squad. Um, Jordan Pereira for depth. Ezra Mann came off came off the um, Queensland Cup side to have a really good debut year. Yeah. But then Ezra's playing... Is he injured? No, he just got dropped for Tyson Gamble. And then, that's what I mean. Like, we've had all these positives, and it looked like Corey Pakes had found his spot there at 14, and he was working in well with Walters, and and then we brought Zach Hosking into the side, and it was all looking positive. But now, you look at it, and you go, you know what, maybe maybe we do need to go to the market again and, and find some, I don't know, find something, because it's not working. Yeah. Especially after the last two weeks... I don't care if we won 90% of the games all year. After two weeks of what we just dished up, there's it's a worry. Oh, yeah. Even if even if we had a 115 straight before that, the, those two weeks are unacceptable and there's there's problems that need to be sorted out. I don't know whether it's a roster thing, whether it's a it's a fatigue thing, uh, uh, I don't know, a concentration, something's not working. So... That's right. Me, me and Dana aren't even fucking drinking on this podcast. Yeah, it's I think it's weird. the first time ever. It's weird, yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you for a beer, but then I was like, no, nah, I had one. At, I had two at Michi, so I probably yeah. I still got to drive back past Serrano where those are. Yeah, um, but you're still under the limit where you usually drive that. So. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have you got anything else you want to. Um, nah, I'll. Um, We'll take it out. Take this I think out. there's not yeah. much else. You got anything else? Nah, good luck on su- Sunday. I'll be out there. Um, the um and then I'll I'll try to stop in and see some shenanigans coming home from work on the Monday. <laughs> Fucking hell, it should be a bit of a show. But I might yeah. I'll do what I'll come in on the way to work, skull a beer, and then go and teach some kids. <laughs> nice, a real classy move. Anyway, sorry to all there listening. Though we didn't really um cover over too much of this week's games, but as as you all know, round twenty five is a bit of a circus. Anything can happen. So um. Good luck to anyone playing in grand finals this weekend or anyone who knows anyone. Good luck to my 18s. Hopefully the boys can get it done. Um, shout out to Keenan Yao Yi um, playing reserve grade maybe this week. I don't know what he... I actually don't know what he does. He p- seems to play 
one week and then he'll have eight off and don't <laughs> come again. So if he does get himself a spot in the team, congratulations, Keenan, playing finals footy. That's beautiful. Yeah. Congratulations to um to West for getting getting themselves into a couple of finals. Um, shout out to Adam Wright for um commenting on my Facebook <laughs> post. I really like to engage with with the right man. He's he's a, he's a man of many words. But when you can get him on Facebook, he doesn't like typing too much. We so need to get, get him fucking words. on here again. We so do. He's got a bit of defending himself to do because he gets he gets bashed a bit on here. So we'll we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him on and have a fierce debate. Um, shout out to Brick Lane. Shout out to Charlie Mose hooking us up all the time. The boys are fucking. Um, they're just killing it with everything they're doing. Shout out to OE over exertion. Um, if you need any kit, jump on the website and, and have a look at it. There's a link in there too to the Any Given Mondays merch. So if you want to get on and, and order some merchandise through there, um, yeah, do that because yeah, we got to get that one sick. shirt going. Man. Yeah, we gotta, we'll get it. Yeah, and um, make sure you don't be a mercenary. Stay true to yourself, and we'll talk to you maybe in about a week and a half once I recover from a ridiculously gross silly Sunday that hopefully consists of drinking out of a trophy. Unless I drink, I bring the mics down for two years on Monday. <laughs> do a round table. Let the boys just Jesus. sit on. That'd be a show. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, All don't right. be a mercenary. Peace. Peace.